Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. Podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Welcome back to the long-belated return of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And this week, we are joined by all three of us from October. So this is Chris from the future talking about Chris and everybody else from the past. Uh, Today's episode, we have Frank Campanella, who is a fantastic friend of the podcast. And he had just released past tense, uh, his uh, Keto for Beginners cookbook. And it's uh, it's a fantastic cookbook. You do not want to miss on it. But we talk about that and about the development process, what that's been like with him. And so stay tuned for that. Uh, we're still here. We're living, we're thriving, and we're looking forward to creating and sharing more content. I've just been insanely busy. Like I mentioned in the podcast, actually, that I've had just opportunity after opportunity laid in my, in my lap that I haven't been able to pass up. And so for, uh, you know, business building and everything else, I've just been very, very, very busy and thus not able to really focus on my passion project, which is, of course, this podcast. So uh, we are excited to try to get back up in the swing of things. I've got two or three more episodes in the can that we need to get out and into the world. And then um, somewhere while we're doing that, we'll also be starting to record new episodes. So uh, we've got some cool things going on. I'm going to talk about a couple things here in just a few moments. Uh, just a couple quick announcements uh, with that. Number one, we are super excited uh, that we are uh, going to be at KetoCon. Um, KetoCon is July 8th through the 10th in beautiful Austin, Texas. Uh, it will be very, very hot, but it will be beautiful. I promise you. Uh, you can get your tickets at KetoCon.org. And for an extra 10% off your ticket price, you can use discount code KMCP, Keto Man's Club Podcast, and that will get you 10% off your order. Uh, we are excited to get to meet in person with everybody. And beyond that, the Keto Man's Club Podcast has our own session that we're going to have that's going to be focused on men's health. And as far as I'm aware, it's the first time at KetoCon that there will be a session that's targeted at men and men's health. So I'm really uh, excited to get to be a part of that. The uh, um, the three uh, hosts, uh, Jim, Berto, and myself will be moderating it, but we're probably going to have a panel of several different people talking and sharing um, their different viewpoints and, and things like that. So we're, we don't have all the details on that yet, but we're really excited that we've been asked to, to do that and uh, to get to uh, be on the speaking panel uh, officially this year. Um, it's really, really cool. Number two, we are actively pursuing sponsorship with brands that align with our vision and with what we want to do as a as a podcast. And we're doing that not so that anybody can get rich, but we are 
wanting to make it so that I can pay a contractor that I already have kind of waiting in the wings to do the editing of our podcast for us. Um, and so we really, we, we need to have a little bit of funding for that. It will also help pay for uh, the hosting and the website and things like that. There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of small investment made uh, over the, the, the time uh, in financially uh, to keep this going. And uh, just so it's not a burden on any one person or group, we are looking for sponsoring. So if you are a brand or have connections with a brand that you would like to partner with us, we'd love to have a conversation with you. Email us at ketomansclubpodcast at gmail.com. Number three, I announced a giveaway that's still happening. Um, but the, the time frame, of course, that I announced in the, the, in the podcast episode is long past at this point. So the, the, uh, giveaway still happening though. We are going to be giving away our little decals, the TKMC, uh, decals. And so we're going to put those, uh, we're going to give anybody that, uh, leaves a review, posts about it on social media, tags the podcast and messages us a a um a decal that they can use on their car on their water bottle wherever they'd like to uh just to recap the steps so you're going to post a review i'm going to give a couple links in the description or in the show notes so that you can easily do so but you're going to go and leave a review for the podcast on one of the platforms that allows it. I think it's going to be Amazon, uh, Spotify, I think has that now. And then Apple podcast definitely does. And so you can go there, leave a review, take a screenshot of that with your phone, with your computer, then share that to your social media. So say a few words there, whether that be Instagram, you, you can put it in the, in, in our Facebook group, the Keto Man's Club or uh, Keto 101. Uh, feel free to, to put it in, in either of those as well. Just make sure to tag Jim Berto or myself so that you, we can uh, see it so we can get the credit. We want to share those things out with others as well. And lastly, so that we can get your address and the information that we need to be able to send you the uh, decal. Uh, message us on Instagram, email us, uh, or message us on Facebook. You, we're pretty open to that conversation. We, we, we're, we're pretty accessible. And so you can message us, let us know, hey, I've got, I did everything. Here's my address. And then we will get that sent out to you as soon as we can. Uh, once all the decals are gone, uh, we're going to have another drawing from that same grouping of people. Uh, to give away an item of merch. So one of our life cycle shirts or uh, the TKMC shirts or hoodies. You, basically, we're going to give you some opportunity to choose. But the the basic idea is that you're going to uh, have some items. Uh, you're going to one one person from amongst that that grouping of people who have uh, who have reviewed uh, will get uh, to pick an item from the merch store, which is being redesigned right now. And uh, once we have that up and around, I will make sure to blast it out so that everybody can check it out. Um, we don't have uh, any new designs yet, but as soon as we have uh, the, the the new website up, then I'll be freed up to to focus a little bit more on trying to, to get and create some new designs. 
finally, watch our social media channels for the cookbook giveaway that we talk about. And that's how you're, that's how you will hear about, uh, how we're going to do that. We want to give away some of Frank's books. And so that's on our agenda as well. Um, but just watch, uh, Instagram, uh, more than likely for that. Thank you for your support and uh, in, in supporting us continuously. I checked uh, the statistics the other day. We are nearly 75,000 downloads in at this point with only 110. This is episode 110 of the Keto Man's Club podcast. And I am so beyond honored. And I know that Jim and Berto uh, share this with, with me that we are so honored that you would take time to listen, to download, to check out uh, the conversations that we've been able to host and uh, help spread the stories that are being uh, shared because that's really all, what it's all about for us. So uh, your continued downloading and supporting the podcast, even when we go months at this point without uh, sharing anything is just beyond me. And I, I really appreciate it greatly without any further prelude uh, on to past Chris and our conversation with Frank Campanella. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And as always, I'm joined by Jim and Alberto. And I shouldn't say as always because it's varied a lot lately. Uh, but, you know, that that's just kind of how life is. How's it going, Jim? We haven't seen you in forever. Oh, you know, um, 2020. <laughs> I just like. The- so. Yeah. That was great. That was great. So I think you you wouldn't even have to say anything else, and everyone would be like, "I get it. I get yeah. it." You know, twenty twenty one can just bite it. Um, no, it's okay. Uh, lots going on. We're doing some home stuff, um, as I told you guys before we came on. Um, I'm in my little spare home office, and I've got all kinds of stuff around me because I'm getting ready to put flooring in next week so had to move a bunch of furniture and whatnot um you know it's just uh, yeah i'm as everybody was last year for 2021 to come and be better i'm hoping for 2022 to come and be better so you don't want to wish your life away but let's let's move on (laughs) so it's okay i'm sorry to be in the downer right at the start but hang in how are you guys Life is pretty good in Texas. It's getting a little cooler. Uh, Berto, you've been busy. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, like Jim said, the year's been stressful, but I've made it a point that this year was going to be the first year where I don't roll over any vacation days. You know, I've I've been working for the same company for forever, you. so I got a I got a ton of vacation, and I'm I'm like I'm, I'm like I'm not going to stop taking days off until they say this one's going to cost you, and then I'll stop taking days off. <laughs> but yeah, we did our annual. Uh, Big Ben camping trip a couple weeks back. That was fun. Just a nice way to kind of just get away and unplug and stare at the sky. You know, it was the, it's a long drive, eight hours to get there. Sleeping in a tent ain't always the greatest, but the pros definitely outweigh the cons as far as like a mental reset goes and just being able to just take a breather and chill, you know. And then to follow that up, I went the complete opposite direction of taking a breather and chill and competed in my first jujitsu <laughs> tournament last weekend which was arguably the single most terrifying thing I've ever done in my adult life on purpose. But we did it. And I took second place in my division. And I even, even though I weighed in, like my weight division was 168 and a half to 180 pounds. I weighed in at 169 pounds. 
So I was at the very bottom end of my weight division, just said, oh, well, here we go, and went for it, uh, took second place. Wow. Yeah, that was, that's fantastic. Um, you've, uh, you've done really well with, with all of that. And, and, you know, it, it, it wasn't, uh, an easy win either for, or an easy loss for the other person. Like you didn't take it easy and just like barely, sl- it was 19 to two in points. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, uh, that, <laughs> the only thing I I missed was just getting a submission on him, but it was just, uh, and I, and Yvette recorded it and I happened to watch it. And, and a lot of it was, uh, I think that I just gassed him out, you know, cause it, it was only about a minute and a half left. And then that's when I just started racking up points like crazy. And I honestly think the guy just didn't have it in him to, to put as much of a fight back as he wanted to. But, uh, it was, I mean, it's the way it goes though. I mean, I didn't do great. You know, I went a little too hard on that match, then paid for it on my second match. So you live, you learn. And you know, we're, we all shook hands, hugged, and stood next to each other on the podium when we were all done, and had a good old time. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of those things. I uh, the, there was going to be a kung fu tournament uh, a little while back, and it ended up getting canceled last minute, unfortunately. So I didn't get to to enjoy that challenge the way that I was looking forward to. And uh, truth is, after some, doing some sparring the last couple of weeks, I, I'm I'm not ready yet. I'm still going to do the next tournament whenever that is uh whether i'm ready or not but i i definitely have some uh some skills to to build up to uh to make sure that uh my instincts are where they need to be on uh on blocking and things like that i'm probably a little too aggressive and leave myself open for stuff uh i've been keeping up with uh kung fu and uh, getting to the gym a little bit doing a little bit of lifting nothing uh, as major as I would like, but uh, work life's been very, very busy, which is normal for me, but it's getting more so with the great opportunities that I'm uh, blessed to have uh, rolling in almost every day. And so that's uh, that's fantastic and scary all at the same time. Um, the uh, But yeah, really um, just staying very busy and keeping things going around the house and trimming trees and all sorts of stuff, but yeah, just, just life. Uh, let's, uh, talk about the podcast club business real quickly. Uh, just a reminder to our, uh, listeners and, and, uh, subscribers, uh, make sure that, um, you are set to follow the podcast on all the platforms and, uh, that way you don't miss an episode. And if you find, uh, today's episode, uh, or any of our episodes beneficial to you, they might be beneficial to somebody else. So go ahead and share it with them, uh, whether it be social media or anywhere, uh, you know, just word of mouth and things like that. Uh, we'd love to have, uh, you continue to, to be able to join us and, uh, we want to grow the family as best as we can. Um, okay. So you can connect with us, uh, via our website. That's probably the most important thing that we'd love for you to do is to connect with us on our website, theketomansclub.com. You have our social links. You have links to Berto's coaching page. You have, uh, all of our product partners that we've worked with and, uh, have codes for, uh, just all sorts of stuff there. You can also email us at uh, ketomansclubpodcast at gmail.com, or you can call and leave a voicemail at 512-518-6161. We would love to hear and connect with you um, and all of that. And um, so 
I kind of hinted at this and I forget which episode it was that I, I hinted it at it. It was one of the most recent ones, but I'm going to go ahead and announce it and then we'll make a slide and post it to Instagram so that it can go out there. But uh, right now it's October 5th. Um, and, and again, we'll, we'll announce this on, on social media so that uh, everybody can see it. I want to, uh, you know, do a giveaway, just a simple giveaway in this case. So what we're going to do, we've got a whole bunch of these decals um, that Berto was nice enough to print off for us or cut out for us. Um, we've got a whole bunch of those uh, here and uh, we can make more of them if we need to. And what we want to do is have you go to Apple Podcasts or any podcast platform that accepts reviews. And here it's basically three steps. Do a review of the podcast. Tell us what you think, if you like it or not. Uh, and then take a screenshot of that and post that to your social media tagging Keto Man's Club podcast or uh, the, uh, on, on Instagram uh, or Facebook, either way. Uh, tag us on either one. That way we can we can uh, see it and, and, and all of that. If you do that, uh, I guess fourth step, message us and let us know that you did and give us your address. We'll send you a decal. It's not a big thing, but it's, it's, you know, we'd love you to be able to show your membership and your, your, your camaraderie with us. And, uh, we'd love to get your feedback. And so we'll, uh, we'll do whatever we need to for do it. Uh, and so I think that's a, a cool thing. And maybe just maybe we can work out a, a merch drawing from among those that, uh, that get into, get, that get in on the, the review action. Uh, so that that may be an added bonus for that. But if you're hearing this, uh, I plan to get this out by you know within enough time for you to be able to participate. We will we'll do this for let's do it for sixty days. Let's let's say until so it's October, so this beginning of December, uh, and so that will be be um, easy enough to for uh, for people to be able to get in on and uh, and and all of that. So yeah, TKMC uh, decals going out to anyone who. Uh, gives a review on either Apple Podcasts or any podcast platform that accepts reviews and uh, send uh, posting um, publicly a uh, post about that review on social media um, and tagging us. Pretty, pretty relatively simple. Watch our Instagram for details. Okay, so uh, I think that's it for now. Any other, one quick, uh, Jim? one quick thing because we mm -hmm. haven't actually talked about this, so. Um, end of last month, I got an email for KetoCon 2022. Uh, looks like it's going to be happening in July. And July in Texas sounds so appealing, let me tell you. <laughs> um, Could be so hopefully, yeah, I, 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 I okay, would, I'll trust I would, you on that one, Berto. <laughs> I, I would lie and say it's a dry heat, but it's not. <laughs> well, July 8th through the 10th is when KetoCon 2022 is planned. So um, we've been on the books for what, 2020? And it didn't happen. Then 2021 didn't happen. So uh -huh. paying it forward to uh, 2022. So hopefully we'll see some folks down there. Absolutely. We'd uh, we'd love to to do that. that uh, and it's going to be a good time. And um it, it's going to happen. I, I went to a conference two weeks ago that was held here in Austin. So I know they can, they can, they can happen. So, you okay. know, we're, we're, yeah, it, 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 
we're we're starting to get back to to real life. Um, so the oxygen deprivation wasn't terrible because it was a nice wide open space and plenty of uh, uh, non recycled oxygen was available. Um, anyway, um, let's uh, uh, let's dig into our shout outs real quick. Not drag that out. Let's start with Jim. Uh, so my shout out is to um, Christian Bayer. Um, Christian is in our 101 club, Keto 101 Man's Club, and um, he lives in Waveland, Mississippi. And over the last two years, he's dropped 140 pounds. He says he went from 335 triple X 4850 pants down to 193 3334 uh, waistline pants. And um, just uh, he wrote in the group about his wife becoming injured and becoming disabled and how that changed their life, anxiety, depression, a lot of different things and whatnot. So um, he's got some awesome side by sides before and after and everything and um, just seems like a heck of a nice guy. So kudos to uh, Christian for um, all the effort there. And a uh, quick shout out to Brett Stapley, who continues to um, show up and be awesome in the gym and tracking it all in the 101 club as well. Berto, how about you? Uh, quick and simple. Uh, our good friend with a great sense of humor, Mark Sartoris, and uh, he's been pretty much saying, I'm lazy, but I'm still eating keto. Here's some very fast recipes you can make. And then throwing out some of these recipes that he's making is just about as basic and fast as you can make a meal out of. And that's always helpful. Yep. Yeah. They, uh, they all definitely look pretty good. Um, so, We've already talked about it, but I'm going to, you know, flip the script. Berto likes to, you know, you know, come on, you know, and and, and shout us out sometimes. I'm going to shout out Berto because he's out there. He's working his tail off. He's doing all these things and he's doing them to better himself. But he's doing it also because he's being a, you know, a dad and trying to live that out for his, his, his daughters and his son and, and uh, really just trying to be his absolute best version of himself and doing what's necessary for that. And I highly respect that. I'm inspired by that and uh, encouraged by that because it, it does help me to know that, you know, I could do it too, if he can, um, you know, the autoimmune disease and everything else aside. So thank you, Berto, for being who you are and inspiring and, pushing us because sometimes we need push. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. I don't know who's cutting. Uh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's, um, let's dive into our return guest today. We, um, we, we've talked with him before and it, this is exciting times, but Berto, you actually have one of these in, in hand. So why don't you go ahead and introduce today's topic? That look familiar? <laughs> no, we got our everybody's friend Frank uh, Campanella, who this is your first book, I believe, came out yes, with your cookbook. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, about six weeks ago, my refrigerator crapped out and I haven't had a refrigerator for six weeks. So I've been purposely not opening this book <laughs> because I don't have anywhere <laughs> to store ingredients <laughs> or store leftovers. The fridge got delivered today. And I was actually cracked this thing open, took a deep dive through it a little bit ago. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, a lot of good stuff here, man. I can't wait to talk to you about it. But uh, it is the Easy Keto Diet for Beginners. There it is. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. Everything from starters to desserts to sides to basics, a little bit of exercises. Conversion guide. Give me a letter. Shoot a letter out, guys. Q. Uh-huh. Oh, 
he had to go through. <laughs> Give me another letter. <laughs> can can you buy a vowel? <laughs> uh, T. Let's start with T. There you go. Tacos, tahini, tuna. It just goes on and on here. Trout. Nice. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's, there's, I mean, it just, there's, not that you can see that, but it goes <laughs> on and on and on. I'm very excited about this book. I'm very excited to talk to Frank. He's been on this show many, many times. And uh, I've, I and we have all cooked a bunch of his recipes in the past just based off his website. So having a hard copy of this is, uh, is really, really cool. And man, I just want to talk to you about it. What was it like? Well, you know, it was cool. It was, this book has been, in the works since before the pandemic started. And, you know, this is the first time I've ever written a book. So it was a very, I didn't know what to expect. So you go into it and you work with a publisher for the first time and they kind of, you know, give you the expectations, but uh, nowhere in the contract did I read about the world, you know, uh, getting flipped upside down, worldwide paper shortages to where they weren't going to publish the book right away. Um, there were delays. Um, the The publisher actually kind of pretty much stopped production of of all of their books for a little while. And, you know, I just didn't know if the book was going to actually come out. And then uh, I guess about six months ago, um, they called me up out of the blue and they said, you know, we're, we're, we're back on track. Every, you know, the world's trying to put itself back together and we're going to put this cookbook out. So, um, you know, we... We kind of what we did was we took what I wrote, you know, over two years ago, and then we decided to kind of maybe add a little bit to it, uh, you know, reconfigure a few recipes because, you know, I, I've, you know, as I keep cooking, you know, more ideas come to me. So it seemed like a good idea to just um, kind of revisit the book again and uh, maybe tweak a few recipes based on, uh, you know, different ingredients that I'm using. But uh, yeah, it's it's finally out. It came out last week. It's available um amazon uh any you know bookstores um if you're going to like a barnes and noble or something you might want to just uh call ahead and check because i know that availabilities of everything are kind of goofy right now but uh amazon's probably definitely the safest place to pick it up so i'm I'm really happy to have it out what um what was the where did you start i mean were you looking at all of your recipes or did you say that i wanted to do a dinner only kind of thing or how did you kind of get the ball rolling with everything well, so it's kind of an interesting process where, um, you know, the publisher actually reached out to me and they said, you know, we've kind of got a broad idea for a book and we're looking to bring somebody in, um, you know, who's got some creativity and, and write it. So um, this being a beginner's book, um, it kind of it put me in a position where I could go back making simplified versions. I've worked as a chef for over 20 years, so not everything I cook is simple and not everything I cook is for beginners, but it allowed me to kind of take some of those culinary recipes that I have and kind of make simplified versions of it because I think when someone's starting keto or just trying to get, you know, any kind of new lifestyle started, you don't want it to be overwhelming. So um, we tried to kind of make very approachable versions of really tasty food. Um, 
and then you know just kind of build it off of that so there's you know there's appetizers there's seafood dishes there's steak dishes um there's even i begrudgingly threw in a uh, about a dozen vegetarian dishes um the publisher had to fight <laughs> me on that a little bit but you know they won uh so uh yeah it's it's it, i think it's a well-rounded book i think there's something for everybody in there and uh you know it's it's a it was, it was a great experience, you know, for me, and I was telling Berto before that we got on, you know, if you would have told me five years ago that I'd be writing cookbooks now, um, you know, that would have been the last thought in my brain, but uh, it's, uh, I'm very happy about it and I can't wait to hopefully uh, do this again. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's fantastic. Now you've done recipe development and, and restaurant, you know, launching and all sorts of different things like this, you know, in some form, uh, you know, in the kitchen for a while, how did this differ from the previous exploits in building your blog, writing for other people and things like that? Well, when I worked in the restaurant, um, one of the things I always ended up doing was I would be brought in whenever a new concept uh, was put together. So, the uh, let's say the owners of the restaurant decided they wanted to do a, a seafood concept. So they'd come to me and they'd say, Hey, we bought this uh, location. We're going to put a, put a kitchen in. Um, we want you to help design it. We want you to kind of develop a menu. We want you to train the staff. And so it starts out very similar where you start doing research. You know, uh, if it's a subject or a cuisine that maybe I'm not as well versed in, I'm going to start doing a little bit of research on it and seeing, uh, trends, look at, you know, other menus in the area. And it's the same for a book, you know, you want to look at uh, what ingredients you intend on using. And, and I treated the book almost like I would a menu, uh, which I don't know if that's how other authors do it. That's just the way that it made sense to me because um, in the restaurant business, we use a word called cross utilization. And if I have uh, filet mignon on the menu, I need to use it two or three times. You know, I can't just have a product that only, you know, an ingredient that is only used once on a menu. So if you look at this book overall, you'll see a kind of a certain ingredients that we use over and over again in different ways. So you don't have to go out and buy a thousand ingredients to make recipes in the cookbook. You can uh, buy the basics and then you'll find that you'll a lot of different out of the same book. So that's, uh, for me, that was one of the approaches that was similar to what I do in the restaurant business. Um, I actually just helped out with a project in Baltimore. Um, I'm here in Maryland and uh, we went to a place in uh, Baltimore. And it was the same. When you look at like a pizza menu, you got all these toppings and you don't want to just use. Um, you know, all these toppings in one place. So you kind of look for ways to either use them in a salad, uh, use them in a couple different ways. But uh, I would say that I think the owners uh, went for it. We're going to have lavash bread and we're going to actually have a low carb pizza on the menu at this Detroit pizza place. So uh, I made the owners a, a low carb version and everybody loved it. And I think it's going to end up on the menu. So, uh, We'll not only have the Detroit style, but we'll also have uh, a low carb pizza there. You know, with all the recipes and everything, and by the way, I just bought it on Amazon. So you are um, man. And we're going to do do a little something at the end here about that as well. Um, I think one of the things that people get frustrated about—I shouldn't say frustrated, but 
all all the things that go into cooking, the preparation, the um, spices, all those kinds of things and whatnot. You know, how do you get people to just understand the importance of going through that process to get a quality product? Because so many people, you know, I drive home every night and there's 20 people in a fast food drive through lane. I'm like, why, why are you doing this to yourselves? So, you know, do you run into people who struggle with the idea of actually making food? I totally get it. You know, sometimes, and, and this happened to me, and this was one of my pitfalls uh, throughout my career, is I would cook all night long, seven days a week, you know, 12 hours a day. And the last thing I felt like doing when I got home was cooking more. And right. you know, I fell victim to that uh, drive-through line. I, you know, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. And uh, but I think that what I discovered for myself was if I just did a little bit of pre-planning, and you know, just cooking the proteins ahead of time. Sometimes you know, having some like grilled chicken in the fridge to like, I mean, I'll walk home, you know, or get home one night, and I'm starving, but I'm tired. I'll just grab some chicken, chop it up and, you know, just dip it in some buffalo sauce or, you know, some ranch. And is it the greatest thing in the world? No. I mean, I'm eating cold chicken, you know, 10 o'clock at night sometimes, but it's a hell of a lot better than going out to McDonald's and Big Macs. So, you know, I think that every, every good choice is a win. So if you kind of just set yourself up a little bit, um, you know, having some, you know, veggies chopped up so you can throw a salad together, um, you know, ground beef. I always keep ground beef cooked off so I can almost just reheat it in a pan so it's less mess. You know, I can make taco salads with that, stuff like that. Um, you know, so just doing, you don't have to go gourmet. You don't have to, you know, I know weekends I'll splurge. I'll go a little crazy. I'll make some really cool stuff. But you know, mm-hmm. on the weeknights, it's just kind of having some maybe some proteins ready and some veggies chopped up. And that really helps out. Yeah, the the ability to have food on hand and ready is is super powerful. I know for me, what I'll end up doing my my meal prep is extremely simple, especially because I've been primarily carnivore. It, I'll get a five pound tube of meat, and I know it's not the best you know quality of stuff, but I get the stuff that says it's not antibiotic. <laughs> you, you only sure. trust that so so far, uh, but I'll I'll cook that up either into burger patties or or just something very simple so that I don't even have to heat it up. Like I just literally pull it out of the fridge and start eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it it that's you know all we need, but that's that's how I get my protein, in. and that's how I you know I, just having it having it ready, doing it in mass, taking. 30 minutes. It's, and it really doesn't take that long to make a lot of food in a short amount of time when you do it all at once. And luckily we have a very large smoker and now we have a gas grill. So I can do a lot all at once, you know, outside and I have dishes to do. Uh, sure. So, uh, lots of options there. What are, um, so you mentioned some of your, your go-tos with that, uh, in, in general, but, um, is, are there any, outlier uh items that are just like they keep forever or they just they you know they really end up being the thing that you suggest most to the people who say oh i don't know how to cook it's i think you have to look at it in there's a couple ways you're either going to spend the money and buy prepared foods 
you know, there, there are prepared meal plans. Um, you know, if you want to have these kind of hello chef style, um, you know, meals, that's an easy way to do it. And you're going to pay for it. So you have, you know, it's, it's either going to be cheap or it's going to be good, but it's not going to be both. Um, you know, so you kind of have to balance out uh, what your schedule, you know, allows. So what I do is make, I'm trying to think, low-carb dinners uh, near me. And they've got like a low-carb menu. And it's not perfect. Um, you know, they version of low probably wouldn't meet the keto standard, but it's it's still in the ballpark and it's still a lot better. And so one week I might go ahead and spend the money and order from them. But the rest of the week I'm gonna try to, you know, do like we talked about earlier, the ground beef ready. Um I eat a lot of shrimp and a lot of fish as well. Um I'm an East Coast guy, so I eat a lot of seafood. It's just something I enjoy. So, you know, I'll you know, take a whole side of salmon and I'll smoke that in the smoker and then I'll shred some of it for salmon cakes. I'll you know, break some of it up for salads. And, you know, you can take just one whole huge hunk of fish and get, you know, five different meals out of it. So it's, I think, you know, planning ahead um, will really help out, you know, your cause. So as I was looking through this book, I couldn't help but notice that it is a cookbook, but it has an exercise section. And a little bit on fasting and, and other stuff. Uh, was that was that your idea to add these other things in there? It was funny. It was not my idea. And I was actually very apprehensive about it because I'm not the fitness guru. That's not that's not what I'm here for. Um, and I've never made a claim to be you know, the epitome of fitness because God knows I'm not. But it was something where they wanted to make it a complete guide and cover all the bases. So we wanted to have a meal plan so that for someone who's, you know, new to all of this to, to make it more approachable. And as far as the exercise go, what I tried to do is I tried to make it exercises that anybody can do. So this is stuff that, you know, it's going to get you started. It's a great place. It's a building block, but, you know, by no means is this, you know, a, a fitness-based book. It's more of just, if you need something to get the ball rolling, it's a good place to start. Um, you know, there's so many other good resources in the community for actual fitness routines. You know, there's this guy, Berto, that I know. Um, you know, he, he's got some, you know, great stuff. And, you know, if, if you need fitness stuff, give them a call. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to have something in there. And uh, fasting has always been part of keto for me i actually started fasting before i even learned about keto so for me uh when i first started losing weight it started with fasting and then i found that keto made fasting easier so i made that transition into it so i know some people end up doing it the other way around but uh, for me it started with fasting I think, I think it's a pretty cool addition to the book like you said it's, it's in there and it gets covered so you never know so it might be flipping through and be like well, I wasn't thinking about working out, but now that I saw this in here, there's something I can do while I'm waiting for my dinner to cook, you know? And exactly. I think, I think, I think it's, I think it's great. You know, I, I saw that part of it and I was, you know, I was, I was really impressed. It's definitely a little different, a little thinking out of the box, but never hurts, never hurts at all. Yeah. No, like I said, I wanted to make sure that uh, the book was something that if a person 
woke up four in the morning and had an epiphany that they were going to change their life and they wanted to go out and get a book that was going to get them started, this is the book that's going to have you covered, you know, on all your bases. So one of the things, Frank, that, you know, I hear, and I think Chris and Berto would echo this as well, is the frustration of drinking water all the time. And having not seen your book yet, any drinks in there, any recipes for something or any ideas of, or what have you done besides just drinking water? I mean, I know um, people add lemon and different things, but what, any thoughts on that? As he well, takes a swig. Yeah, as I take a sip <laughs> of water to answer my hydration question, um, you know, I'll be the first person to admit, I don't always get it right. I, uh, I enjoy a Diet Coke from time to time, and I know that's terrible, and I, you know, it's one of those things, but I'm the, I'm the guy who used to drink a two liter of soda in a day. So for me to have two Diet Cokes a week, I'm completely fine with that, and I make no apology. Um, other than when I apologized a second ago, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I I, re I rescind that earlier apology. Um, but uh, you know, drinking water is great, and I fight with it. I I forget to drink liquid just in general. I yeah, going through my day, I'll turn around and it'll be four o'clock in the afternoon, and I'll see the water bottle that I keep. And I'm like, I haven't filled this damn thing up once in the entire day. I'm like, what have I been drinking? You know, I have a coffee every morning and I swear to God, I'll nurse that thing throughout the day because I'm, I'm definitely the Starbucks guy. And I go to Starbucks seven days a week, which is terrible to admit. Um, the people at Starbucks actually know my order and my face <laughs> as soon as I pull up. And they write little cute notes on top of my cup. And, you know, it's, uh, it's amusing, uh, depressing at the same time, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I will nurse that, uh, that coffee until about in 11 in the morning. And I realized that I haven't had a single sip of water. So, um, as far as the book goes, there's some smoothies in there and yep. it's funny because I'm not the biggest smoothie drinker. I actually enjoy them. They're delicious, but I treat them more like a dessert than I do a way to start my day. So there's a blackberry cheesecake smoothie and it's delicious, but I couldn't picture myself drinking it in the morning. But I know that for some people, they're used to a big bowl of fruit in the morning and this might be a better alternative for them. So, you know, for me, that's an after dinner dessert treat. You know, but uh, for some people, that might be a perfect way to start the day. So I guess there's no wrong answer. It's whatever works and whatever fits into your lifestyle. On that, what, um, how easy or how difficult did you find it to create recipes that fit into uh, some variation? Because, of course, there's lots of variations, but some variation of a ketogenic macro ratio and um, like could... I, I, again, I haven't looked at the at the the book yet. I put my order in just a few minutes ago uh, because I had I just hadn't thought about it. I've been busy, uh, but uh, the um, you know, so I haven't seen it myself. But are are the the macros in there and and things like that so that for for to make tracking easier or you know all of that? Sure. Yeah. The uh, what what we do is, and this was the coolest part because. When you 
book. I wasn't sure how it was going to work out, but the um, I did too much calculations. What we did was I wrote all the recipes out, and I kind of had a you know I've been doing this long enough, writing my blog for years now, where I know how much you know carbs are in stuff, and so I, I knew the ingredients and I knew the ratios that I wanted to stick to, um, and then the uh, the publishing team helps out and does a lot of the macro calculations. And then what they do is after the book's written, I get a pre-production copy and then I get to go through it. And they had a few questions for me. They're like, well, this didn't make sense. Or, you know, maybe we want to adjust this. And then I had a few where I thought their calculations seemed off. So we kind of put our heads together, went back through it. And, uh, you know, I'll say, and I, I, I was talking to my publisher earlier today, actually, and I told them that the hardest part of the book was putting together the meal plan because you want to have a perfect macros for an entire day and you want to have breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, drinks. And I felt like I was playing Tetris blindfolded and it was just trying <laughs> to put all these puzzle pieces together. And every time I thought I had it right, I did the, you know, I added up all the macros for the end of the day and it was 80 carbs. I'm like, ah, start over you know and <laughs> and it, it was funny because i felt like i using the same six of them over again so i had to kind of you know because once i found like the smoothie was easy because it was like perfect macros and so i kept slapping that one for breakfast i'm like ah you know so it was it was a tough process um you know and obviously i learned a lot in how you know a book's made from start to finish but yeah the uh the meal plan section was the toughest, but I also think it could be the most helpful for people that aren't sure what a day of eating should look like. So you've got a full, um, I believe, four-week meal plan uh, that'll get you through and get you started. And the, you know, I've talked to a lot of people that have really scoured through that meal plan and looked at it and said, you know, you know, is this all I got to do? Just follow this and. I said, yeah, I said, if you stick to this plan, this is going to get you off to a great start and, you know, set you up for success. That's, that's pretty good stuff. Like I said, I've, I've been flipping this thing nonstop ever since we started talking. I'm actually going to put it down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I did notice that that, uh, that that smoothie you just talked about is definitely my kind of smoothie because you put a tip in there about how it's like 750 calories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all like, I'm going to be all about that one. Trust me. <laughs> it's almost like a fruity keto brick. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's not a bad way to market it. Exactly. So, any other uh, books in your future that you're aware of, or are you gonna maybe do something grilling, something smoking? I mean, you got your hands and everything, and I mean, you know, now that you got your uh, your toes wet in the pool, so to speak, I'm sure the ideas are just spinning around your head like crazy. Well, it's it's funny you mention that. Um, you know, I was just talking with, uh, like I said, the publisher earlier today, and it sounds like. Um, I can't go into too much detail, but it looks like we're going to have a steak book coming out next. And so this book is going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be exclusively keto, but it's going to be, I'd say, probably 75, 80% keto. Um, but it's going to be all about grilling steak, different cuts of steak, uh, different sauces to go with steak. Um, and it's funny because when I think of sauces for steak, I think of a classic french sauces and a lot of classic french sauces are just butter and cream and you know like like a bernays sauce 
uh, hollandaise, you know, so a lot of these classic steakhouse sauces that are really fancy and, you know, you, you pay, you know, $38 for, you know, a steak or more are actually very keto friendly. So I'd say if you're going out to dinner, you know, a high-end steakhouse might be the best bet for eating a solid keto meal. So, yeah, so yes, yeah. yeah, so I'm hoping that uh, that book will be out in the spring. Um, I've got, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of consulting. Uh, what's been cool is since the uh, the pandemic's kind of winding down, cross your fingers, hopefully, uh, I've got uh, a lot of friends that have been trying to reopen restaurants and kind of get life back to normal. So I just finished with two restaurant projects. Uh, both of those restaurants are now open. Um, and then I've been, you know, trying to keep up with my two blogs with Culinary Lion. I'm still working on that. We actually just revamped the entire website uh, yesterday. So uh, if you want to go check out the new, brand new, nice and pretty culinarylion.com, that's ready to roll with all your, uh, you know, keto and low carb recipes. And then Grilling 24-7 is my grilling website with all the barbecue and the smoking and uh, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm incredibly busy, but this beats the hell out of having a real job. So I am, I've been incredibly <laughs> I'm blessed that I'm able to do this and uh, never thought that this could be a career. But uh, it's, it's been awesome. So I, I really... I, I don't take it for granted. So I get up and I hustle every day and I, you know, I, I make it happen because a, I really enjoy doing this. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's what I want to keep doing. So I, I keep pushing it. So more books, more blogs, more recipes and all this good stuff that goes in between. Have you ever done a post or is there anything in the book about the substitute ingredients for recipes? Cause you know, I was looking at, um, something here a minute ago uh where of course now i've lost it already um but you know there's like xanthan gum and there's stevia and there's all these different things out there and a lot of people don't know what they are do you have you talked about that somewhere that people could go and like learn what these things are and how they balance it out if they're doing a recipe so in the book um there's actually a section of like staple ingredients and some okay. of the staple ingredients are a little bit strange for someone who's maybe not coming from a keto background, um, ingredients like allulose, um, which is my preferred sweetener. So out, out of all sweeteners I've used and tried for baking, and I don't do a ton of baking. It's it's not my, I'm not a sweet tooth guy, but I do enjoy, you know, a treat from time to time. And I knew that, you know, readers are going to want to have a couple desserts that they can go to. Um, so, yeah, we put a whole section in there with ingredients that you can either use or that would be good substitutes that uh, would be a perfect start for like a keto pantry, uh, including spices. Um, I'm a big proponent of going out and buying spice blends that have multiple seasonings in them. You know, I buy salt, pepper, garlic, and that is my go-to for just about everything. It's, uh, Spiceology makes a really good one. And there's a couple other companies that make a really good just salt, pepper, garlic, shaking on everything, steaks, veggies, everything in between. So, yeah, this is this is exciting stuff. I'm I'm excited to get your book. It's always 
like like I kind of mentioned earlier, my my cooking, my personal cooking for me is always just very very plain. Salt, pepper, maybe some garlic or you know red chili pepper or something very very simple. Like I just because I'm usually in a hurry and just want to throw it together, um, and that that's usually what it comes down to. But uh, it's always fun to see a a new resource, a new, new tool like your book. And uh, you know, I was just looking at your website, and and yes, it is very well designed. Got some good stuff there. Sauce, sauce, uh, uh, steak sauce. That I'm like, ooh, I might have to try that. So <laughs> we'll, uh, you know, it. it that that type of thing is it's good to change it up every now and again. Maybe I can surprise the wife and actually make something really delicious that way. Uh, there you go. But yeah, uh, what um, outside of all of this? How has life been? How's your health? How's uh, things? You know, we're all on in in spectrum on, on this journey, and and the truth is, all of us have probably had some at least slowdowns in the last year and a half, two years. Uh, how, how's things been for you? Well, you know, for me, it's been, um, it's been up and down, but I've, I've been able to hold the line. I haven't really gained any back. For all told, I'm still sitting about 270 pounds lost um, with, you know, as, as I've got more to go, but, uh, the biggest thing that I did that I'm incredibly proud of myself is I joined a gym after I can't tell you how many years. I haven't I haven't belonged to a gym in forever. And what I did for was one specific thing. They have an indoor pool and I started doing water aerobics five days a week at five thirty in the morning. So I have been quite militant. I do a ninety minute um, MMA uh, water aerobics routine from uh, Bass Rutin. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. But uh, I stumbled across this routine where you wear these webbed gloves for resistance in the water, and you do all of these different arm motions. It's you know a complete full body workout. Has helped everywhere that I can. Sit. That's really the scale. I, I'm not going to say that like I started the the pounds started flying off, but my strength has been better, my energy has been better, my balance has been better, and I know that just those lifestyle helps are going to lead to more weight loss as it comes and you know as we keep going. So it's uh, me adding the aqua aerobics and and that you know I hate saying it. I wish there was a cooler word for it because <laughs> you know. I feel like doing pirouettes and uh you know synchronized swimming in the morning but um you know throw in that mma workout but it's uh it's been really helpful i've really enjoyed it it's gotten me into a, a great new routine um you know i come from the restaurant business where i don't go to bed until four in the morning and now i'm the guy who's going to bed at 9 30 and getting up at 4.30 and hitting the gym for 90 minutes before I go get my coffee and start work at 7. You know, so it's it's been really good for me. And I think that uh, – I think I was cooped up so long. You know, I think we were all cooped up and just out of our regular routines. And, and for me, I was kind of just lacking uh, a lot of social interaction. And I wanted to get back out and 
great. There's a group of people that go there at 5.30 every morning. So I've kind of been working out with them. And um, you know, everybody does their own thing and everybody has their own routine. But it's a, um, it's become this group where if you don't show up for a day or two, they call you. You know, and they want to know where you've been. So there's good accountability. That's the best awesome. type. Yeah, that's no, the best type. I, I gotta say, it, and it's the most unlikely group of people that I would have been, uh, you know, hanging out using as an accountability group. But uh, I've embraced it, and it's been great. So I've been doing that for uh, I want to say this is my third month in a row um, where I've been going Monday through Friday and getting my workouts in. So, um, that's awesome. You know, that's yeah, that's. The, thing for me is that uh i look back at this last two years and i wish i did more you know i was the guy who was doing a thousand push-ups in their basement while we were all locked down i wasn't that guy um but i did build my business up during the pandemic i i, I worked on that I, I built a foundation for my business to where i now have the freedom and the spare time to get up and go to the gym every morning and uh and be able to do that so I think that, uh, you know, the reward of working hard on the business over the last year has now transitioned into um, me being able to work on myself more now. So I'm kind of trying to put that balance together. That's Good for you, man. It's awesome to hear. Yeah, absolutely. So out of this book, what is your single favorite recipe? Oh, there, <laughs> there's two, there's a couple. I'll, I'll name three. There's the, there's the Parmesan wings that I love. And I mean, everybody loves wings and those are one of my favorites. There's a sirloin steak with a creamy mustard sauce. And that actually used to be on uh, one of the restaurants I used to work at. That was on the menu. Then there's and cheese with cauliflower and brie cheese. Are we really going to put lobster in a cookbook for beginners? I said, you're damn right we are. <laughs> <laughs> and and they kind of like they, they, they waffled a little bit but um but I, I won that one so uh so there's a there's a lobster recipe in there and it, it's and it is easy it's it's uh, real simple um you know i call it like the date night lobster mac and cheese you know it's you're not going to prep that on a tuesday when you have 10 minutes but you know a friday night when you you know you got your paycheck or whatever and you got a couple extra bucks in your pocket that's a great way to uh enjoy it and stay low carb no, I'm excited to get the book. I keep going through and looking at uh, some of the stuff on the Amazon page and whatnot. Um, it's kind of awesome, man. It, it's it's got to be a good feeling to see your name in print. I, I agree. I You know, and it's funny, and I, I said this earlier. I said, you know, it's really cool. You know, you, you know that your mom and your dad and your family are going to buy it, but actual strangers have been buying my book. Um, so yeah. you know, if anybody else listening who I don't know personally, let me go ahead and thank you um it's it's been really good it's i think exceeded my expectation of how well it would do um you know unfortunately we're not on the new york times bestseller list with my debut uh, cookbook but you know who knows? that's why we're gonna we're gonna do another one and we're gonna um you know kind of grow this up and see how it uh see how it does but yeah it's uh it is really cool to say that i i have a cookbook it's i got a little bit of flex now and uh you know <laughs> We, 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 were, awesome. we were joking the other day, a friend of mine, uh, somebody was talking trash and uh, used me as a flip. He said, I'm sorry, we have a chef who's now a best-selling cookbook author. And <laughs> I said, what would you say? And if I said, I said, jackass. 
But uh, yes, it's been great. And uh, I wanted to say I did also get my uh, ticket notice for KetoCon. So I'm already making my plans for next July. Awesome. Good deal. So we should all just get like a giant Airbnb. I'm ready, man. Oh, Lord. Yep. You know. yep. <laughs> Real uh, world. KetoCon. Yeah. Uh, Pretty I'll, much. I'll, I'll hey. tow my trailer to cook some, uh, some briskets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and, and Jim, you know that Real World was actually shot, at least for one season, in Austin. So that's not all that weird. Oh, no, right? I didn't realize that one. No, <laughs> it was, no, I really, yeah. oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. showing my age. <laughs> well, um, we want to do a little something to help with the numbers and whatnot. So um, the Keto Man's Club is going to buy three of the book, The Easy Keto Diet for Beginners. And we're going to figure out sometime in the next couple of days how we're going to get those sent out to three lucky people. Um, so those of you that are listening, this means you've got to go to our Keto Podcast page on Facebook if you're not a member of the groups and um, keep an eye open. And once we get this put up um, for broadcast, we'll do something that we can get three books out to three lucky winners as well. Gentlemen, so, thank you very much. I appreciate that. No problem, man. Absolutely. No problem. Absolutely. I'll be bringing mine to Austin next year. I expect a signature. You got it. Okay. I won't even charge it. <laughs> <laughs> the picture, on the other hand, the picture should be I don't have I don't even respond to that. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I think uh, this has been awesome to get to catch up frank it's always great to to hang out with you we uh it's been quite a while since we met each other at KetoCon all that time ago and uh, it seems like like a a lifetime ago yeah yeah it does um but it's been uh great to have you on again how can people connect with you online you you already mentioned the blog and whatnot but on social media how can people connect with you yeah them in Facebook when they're not uh, going down or <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely Culinary Lion on uh, Instagram. I hate even admitting this, but I also have a TikTok page of some videos that are pretty uh, entertaining to watch as far as keto recipes. Um, and then, you know, Facebook. So, yeah, you know, hit me up on social media if you got any cooking questions or, uh, need some uh, help i'm more than happy to answer them awesome very cool well a reminder to our listeners and viewers um and i and do say viewers because hopefully we'll make sure that we have a video version of this episode up on the youtube uh channel uh and uh we, we'd love for you to be able to to watch and see this conversation happen uh so check out our our uh, webpage theketomansclub.com it has embedded automatically it's lovely i don't have to do anything to make it happen uh our youtube channel with all of our youtube videos and uh all of our podcast episodes and so you can just go to theketomansclub.com you can also find our social media uh connections for instagram for all three of the hosts um like i mentioned before you can uh find links to our uh partners uh and uh 
you know, the, the discount codes that are associated with each of those products and uh, all of that. And I will probably add Frank's book to the list to make sure that that gets, uh, that that's easy to, to find. So definitely check out the <laughs> website, theketomansclub.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you again. The reviews thing will, uh, we'll post on social media so that you can see all the, the, the quote process uh, rules uh, with that, just so that we can make sure that we uh, attribute all the, uh, the reviews properly. And so uh, do that for us if you would. Uh, any other last minute things, gents, before I close this out? We survived the Facebook Instagram shutdown of 2021. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. The, the eight hours of what the heck's going on in the world? Where, where um, are you, my friends? Yes. <laughs> well, and, and I realized, and, and I'm going to fix this. I don't have phone numbers for a lot of the people that I talk with on a regular basis. I have them on Instagram or I have them on Facebook Messenger, and that's where I communicate with them. So I will uh, will be remedying that. And, uh, and I also went went about uh, downloading all of my data from Instagram and uh, Facebook to make sure that I have the images and the videos and things like that backed up in some someplace other than just uh, on the the servers because you never know what's going to happen. So it's uh, good to good to have those precautions from your friendly IT guy. Uh, <laughs> well, that sounds like it's it for this week. Make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat.